trending now, something that is affecting the whole state of Tennessee, the unification of the Institute for Agriculture with the University of Tennessee, Knoxville, and also trending in Putnam County, which is the discussion of relocating the fairgrounds. The UT Extension Office is located beside the fairgrounds. My guest today is Putnam County UT Extension Director Michelle Parrott. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. Thanks for being here. Anytime. I, I always start with getting to know my guest. Mm-hmm. I know you. You're my friend. We've been friends since I became a commissioner. But my listeners may not be aware of how great you are and your staff is. So <laughs> I do know you grew up in Overton County. I know you live in Overton County now. Have you been there all your life? Well, Actually, a long time um, until I graduated college. Um, so grew up there, went to school at TTU, loved the area, loved the Upper Cumberland, loved my hometown and loved Putnam County as well. But um, after I got married, had the opportunity to move to East Tennessee. So mm-hmm. I actually lived in East Tennessee about nine years. Okay. So got to work for Extension up there and kind of just fell in love with it. And we lived up there nine years, but had the opportunity to move back to Putnam County and a chance to work back in Putnam County to an area that we both, my whole family loves. So you went to Tech? Went to Tech. um, tech? Food, nutrition, and dietetics, actually. So Um, I always loved cooking, grew up in 4-H, loved participating in all the 4-H speech contests, the bread baking contests, just... Loved every aspect of 4-H, and so had great extension agents in Overton County, and so just knew the program. And so when I went to Tech and got in human ecology, or old home ec, you might say, I was able to get my degree in that, which enabled me to be an extension agent once I graduated. So when you were in high school in Livingston, did you know then you were interested maybe in working for UT Extension Or did it hit you in in college? Actually, no, not really. I always participated, like I mentioned, in extension events with 4-H and so forth, but not really till I got to college. I actually started as pre-pharmacy major at Tech, um, but decided that just wasn't me. I love people, and I love helping people and educating people, and that's what Extension's mission has always been. And so that's really why I changed my major to that at Tech and was unable, like I said, to graduate with that. I don't know if I've shared this uh, on the show before, but... I started pre-dentistry at Tech. Wow. So uh, I, I, it was because my <laughs> dentist was great. Uh, Dr. Johns, doc, uh, Mr. Doctors, both Drs. Johns um, were my dentist growing up, and they were great with me, and it's something I thought I would like to do. Mm-hmm. So my first semester, uh, major in pre-dentistry, had chemistry. It was tough. I got through it. Biology was great. For some reason, I always did good biology. But when I got to Christmas break, Dr. John said, hey, come over and watch me. That way you get an idea of what you have to look forward to. Uh-huh. He performed a root canal on somebody and I about passed out. So uh, <laughs> that did it. <laughs> I went straight from the dentist office <laughs> to Tennessee Tech, to the chemistry building, and changed my major to, uh, to accounting. So that's kind of, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm not sure if I shared that, but uh, I kind of went the same route. So you graduate tech, um, mm. you started working Actually, I've been so blessed. Yes, graduated tech, interviewed with UT Extension in East Tennessee, and got hired. So at 22 years old, I am now the extension agent in Hamlin County in East Tennessee. Those of you that don't know, that's Morristown. Morristown. How long were you in East Tennessee? Did About you nine, years. nine years. Yes. And you got your master's while you were up there, right? Yeah. So also a great opportunity with UT Extension. You can graduate, of course, have your bachelor's degree and be able to get hired on, but they will actually help pay for your master's degree. So while I lived in East Tennessee, I went to the University of Tennessee and got my master's. So uh, some people 
um, are very aware of UT Extension and familiar. And then some are not. And when they think about UT Extension, they actually think about Ag Extension. And technically, it's UT Extension. You and I have had this conversation. Yes. And we'll, we'll get into that history. But they think about farming. They don't think about the dietitian and nutrition side that you majored in at, at Tennessee Tech and, and, your, and got your master's. So, and you didn't grow up on a farm, did you? I did not grow up on a farm, so, no. But you're, you were intrigued by the nutrition, dietitian side, the home ec, right. uh, family consumer sciences, and you decided to pursue that career. And you were an agent at 22. 22 years old, yeah. Wow. Long time ago. <laughs> How many, so in comparison then to now, and we'll get to your staff, but were, did you, were they a lot of staff there in that office in Hamlin County? Or was it? We were um, not as probably large as our Putnam County office. I think there was about six in our Hamlin County office. How many extension agents were there? So we had um, an ag agent, as we mentioned, the agriculture uh-huh. side. We had FCS agent, and then we had a 4-H agent. Oh, wow. um, so, and then split agents, which that gets into a little more information about UT Extension if they're not familiar. But I was blessed because I got to do 4-H as well as adult work. So at 22, that really helped me get started. So all that experience at 22 until (laughs) – and when did you become the director here in Putnam County? Director here five years ago. Five years Mm -hmm. ago. So the the experience – we're not going to give away your age, but the experience (laughs) from 22 to five years ago helped build you for that director. Because you did 4-H and you did the Family Concern Sciences and Nutrition – Really, the only thing you may not have... Did you have any field experience with the cows out in the field with people, or is that something you, they didn't let you get into? No, they didn't let me okay. get into that. That was all the ag agent's job. Well, you can't do everything. <laughs> That's so, right. Uh, but you had experience going in. And I bring that up because I, I love to have my guests on. I love people to know they're qualified in what they do. You know, they're, uh, they're, they're doing a great job. She does a great job. Her staff does a great job, and they're qualified. So we know why you got into ag extension, and you've... You, you were in East Tennessee. You come back here, but you didn't come back here as director. No, I didn't. So I got the opportunity. There was a vacancy in Putnam County, and my family, my husband was moving back here, obviously, and I was coming with him. So I got the opportunity to talk to Mr. Scott Chadwell, which several probably know yep. in the county, yep. a great leader, and um, told him I was interested in transferring. Because once you're in extension, there's an extension office in all 95 counties. So I was able to look for vacancies, and Putnam County had one of those. So I was able to talk to to the director to see if I could move back here and transfer what so it is now the FCS agent, the Family Consumer Science agent in Putnam County. So I interviewed and got to have that position to transfer back here and Scott uh, let me have that position, you know, as well as the Ag Committee. And so been here since 2007. Actually, back in Putnam County. So 12 years, that's a long time, but it seems like just a flash if you think about it for me. So you're listening to Trending uh, on 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. My guest today is Michelle Parrott with UT Extension here in Putnam County. Scott Chadwell was the uh, director for many years. He decided Mm -hmm. to retire. Uh, that position came open, you applied, and obviously you were hired. Right. You have to have a master's degree with UT Extension to be able to be the county director. Okay. And so since I had been in Putnam County and had interests to be able to be that person and wanted to keep that stable environment that Scott had made in our office for all those years and in the county as well. And so I did put in for that position as the county director. So the UT Extension office, for those of you that don't know, is located on the property. It's actually west of the fairgrounds ground. It's really, it's not part of the fairgrounds. No. And, and people get that confused, and, and you can tell me why in just a second. But for people that don't know, it's west on the property uh, where the fairgrounds is. Why Why is it not part of the fairgrounds? If you, we, does the county 
it's just county property. It's county building, yes, and the right. Ends at the fence. It ends at the fence or it. that road. But you're not part of the fairgrounds. We are not. We're a separate entity of the fairgrounds. A separate little piece of property there, and it's great um, as far as convenience and ease of access there. Yes. So you've been director five years. Been um, director. And I've been a county commission five years, and actually in 2014. Uh, became a county commissioner, and I was appointed to the Ag Committee, and it is called Ag Committee, correct? It is called the Ag Committee. Okay, so we'll get into the difference of UT Extension and Ag Extension shortly, but uh, I, I've, so I've, that's how long I've known Michelle. It was five years. Became part of the Ag Committee. Great committee. Let's let's talk about UT Extension. I want the people to be informed on what y'all do and all the programs. What programs do UT Extension offer in Putnam County? So we offer everything that you can think of from agriculture to the, all the 4-H youth development activities that you may see broadcast on, throughout Putnam County, as well as anything home ec related, family consumer sciences. And there is a laundry list of programs that we offer to the clientele in Putnam County. But when you think about all of those program areas, including economic development, we want to also include that, not to um, put it at last at all, but we also do a lot of that in the county as well. But our mission is really just to educate Putnam County clientele on whatever topic it may be. And so that's why we have an ag agent, an FCS agent, and 4-H youth development, because we all kind of have our specialties, I guess, to think of it like that, because we all went to school for a specific purpose, and that purpose was to be either that ag agent, youth development, or the FCS agent. And so we are trained in all those program areas and able to go back into the county to offer those to the people. So the ag agent in your office, what does that ag agent, well, what does that ag agent do? And I'll get to your other staff just in a second. Sure, story. yeah. Um, so um, Wayne Key is our ag agent in the Putnam County office, and he offers everything from master beef classes to beef quality assurance, so that uh, trainings that people need, the... Um, Gosh, they have a Master Gardeners program that's very large in Putnam County. You probably know several of the Master Gardeners that we have at the office. They've had a beginning beekeepers course going on. They've actually started something really nice here in the Upper Cumberland area. And it is the Upper Cumberland beginning new farmers. Think about that. How many people really need information that want to become new farmers and what they need to know, what they need to do and what paperwork is needed. And this class enabled them to find out about all those topics. They also offered classes on hemp. Okay. And so you always see that coming up. Right. And so it's everything help with applications to the licensing, to growing, harvesting. And if Wayne doesn't know, he knows the contacts and the information that they need. Right. We'll get to more about what the Ag Agent does uh, in, the, in the Putnam County Extension Office and the, what the other staff does. So you're informed. And I'm glad you brought up the new farmers class because I sat in with a meeting with you about how they're trying to do more outreach to get people into farming and especially our youth. You are listening to Trending on 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. We will be back shortly with Michelle Parrott. Welcome back to Trending on 94.1 FM. My guest today is Michelle Parrott with the UT Extension Office in Putnam County. Michelle, we were talking about your ag agent, and you, and you mentioned hemp at the end of the last segment. Hemp is a uh, – it's big right now. People, A lot of people are getting into hemp. Yes. So your office has an expert, and and that's Mr. Key. One right. Key. And yes. for some reason, he doesn't have the answers. He has resources. Right, right. UT Extension has specialists in Knoxville at the Institute of Agriculture that we're able to go to, the extension agents are, when we don't know, because we don't know everything. Right. But we will find out. Sure. That's kind of like my job. I don't know everything about county government 
If I don't know, I'll try to find out. Uh, Ag agent, you've covered several responsibilities for that person, for Wayne. Anything else uh, we missed on his? Well, just a couple other things, if you don't mind me taking a second to mention these. Um, Farmers always like to apply for TAEP program, and that actually is going on in October. And so these classes, like the Master Beef and the BQA, rely on this TAEP application. And so farmers have to have those to be able to apply for that. So anytime there's any questions with any of those type topics, please call him because he's able to help all the farmers in the area with that. And one new thing with TAEP is herd health this year. And so that's also something that a lot of people have questions about. So please don't hesitate to call him because that's what we're there for, especially when there's changes and new things that come up. We want to be able to help the Putnam County residents answer those. Let's talk about 4-H. Okay. Yes, love 4-H. 4-H is huge. 4-H is everywhere. It's probably, would you say it's one of your most visible services and extension i would you know now i love um, my program area right that's why i went to school but yes the 4-h youth development i mean how it sculpts the youth in the area not to mention just putnam county but across the state of tennessee to be better leaders Mm -hmm. in their community and that's what it's all about how many 4-h agents do you have so we have two full-time 4-h agents and truly we could probably use two or three more as many projects and activities and judging teams and clubs as those two agents meet they do an outstanding job for putnam county they have a presence in every school, pretty much. In yes. County, right? We have um, a little over 85 schools or clubs that we're in. Sorry, wow. not schools. 85 school clubs and over 2,200 kids. Wow. 2,200 kids in, in, in 4-H programs in Putnam County. In Putnam County. That's a good percentage yes. of the student population in Putnam County. I think we're at 11,000 students. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Something Somewhere like in that. Area. Mr. Boyd told me when he was here, but uh, that's a good percentage. So 4-H, when they go in these schools... What are those agents doing with these students? So they start in fourth grade. 4-H is um, able to get into the schools at the fourth grade level through 12th grade. And so because of a lot of the changes in the school system, our two agents have really tried to I guess, align with the standards so that they're able to get into the classrooms and teach children what they need to know for the standards so they're not taking away classroom time, but they're able then to implement 4-H into that, such as STEM. I mean, that's a big project Mm -hmm. area, of course, now in the classrooms. And so they've kind of tailored some 4-H programs. Those that have known 4-H over the years, it's changed quite a bit. So 4-H still teaches citizenship and leadership skills to these youth, Um, but it also enhances with these outside topics that it helps the school plus it helps the teachers plus it helps our program at so, the office. So me being on the ad committee the last five years, um, I've been able to sit through many meetings and see the 4-H presentations and what these students are doing. And some of them went to nationals. It's amazing. Yes. And won. Net, exactly. And, and they, there's different things they compete in at 4-H, but to see what the students in Putnam County are doing, how they're educated through ag extension, UT extension, um, UT Extension again. We'll get to that in a second. I want to I want to break that out. But you through UT Extension, it's amazing. These ag agents do a great job. 4-H agents do a great job. Um, family Consumer Sciences. That's kind of your background as well. It's it what is. Your degrees in. Who is your FCS agent? So I am the FCS agent. The F- so you, uh-huh. you got two hats. I do. You're the director of the office, and you provide the FCS right. services for the county. And so you talked a little bit about, you know, your education. Exactly. And when I'm there to visit or at meetings, you're running everywhere, and you may have a FCS meeting. Uh, we'll talk about FCE, too. Yes. You may have an FCS meeting. What In those meetings, and, and what are y'all doing at FCS? So in FCS, which is Family Consumer Sciences, people refer to it as Old Home Ec and Human Ecology. There's many names, but basically we just help people – 
um, eat better, live better, manage their economics, their money, so that they can have a healthy life. And that encompasses everything. I mean, from food, health, um, parenting. So when you mentioned my classes, it could be that I'm going out to teach a chronic conditions class, so someone with arthritis. Um, it could be a thriving and surviving with cancer class. And it's all teaching life skills, basically, trying to help people move through these events in their lives, whatever those may be. We teach Tai Chi for arthritis classes as well that kind of goes along with what I just mentioned. One thing that's really big lately is our first-time homebuyers classes. And for Putnam County, this year has been booming. So anyone that is a first-time homebuyer that qualifies for certain loan products has to take an educational piece. And I am the educator in the county for that. So they come to my class or they do the online class, and then I issue a certificate that helps them get that loan. You're doing classes every week, right? Yes. Roughly, I mean. <laughs> Recently, yes. Uh, and so how do they qualify for those programs? Because not everybody qualifies for that. That is correct. There's income limits and credit score limits and things like that that they have to, of course, qualify by. But once they do and they qualify for THDA or rural development, then they're able to take the first-time homebuyers class. And sometimes that takes precedence because, like yourself, if you're trying to get this class completed and close on a home loan, you need that done rather quickly. I can't put it off for, you know, two or three weeks till my schedule clears up. So sometimes I have to move some things around so that I'm able to help these individuals get their certificates so they can close. So when I... I, and I'm not educated on a lot of things in life, I'm, but when I started my journey as an ag committee member, I had no idea that was part of the program you offered and your office offers. Uh, and, and you're listening to Michelle Parrott with UT Extension of Putnam County. This is trending, and we're talking about what UT Extension does for Putnam County, and we're going to tie her office into the uh, – her location now is, is just west of the fairgrounds. We're going to tie conversation into her office with the fairgrounds later on. But – the, some of the programs, I had no clue. I had no clue y'all did home buyer classes. Uh, right. I had no clue y'all assisted in someone buying a home. That's huge. It is huge. And actually, um, I mean, not bragging on the FCS at all. Our whole staff works well together. You know that. But the agriculture and the 4-H youth development is probably more widely seen than the FCS program that, of course, I head up in this county. But um, it is very different from years ago, you know, from teaching canning, which we still do. So those of you that are listening, you know, out there, I'll still help you with your canning. We'll still do some canning classes and if you need your lids tested there's nothing wrong with that I still offer those classes but they've had to change a little bit over the years just to stay with some of the trends that are happening out in the communities we have another program that I actually had up in the office and that's the Tennessee Nutrition Consumer Education Program and that's huge as well because all we do with that particular program is teach nutrition education and that's to the youth in the schools as well as the adults in the area so it's available to anybody yes it is available to just anybody come to your office sign up you give them a class schedule and they attend. Right. Is or, there any fee for that? No, it's all free. We will come out. We will cook at your site even, make healthy dishes. You're able to taste and sample those things because what we want to do is help people, like I mentioned earlier, just improve their lives. So we want you to be able to see it and taste it and learn how to do it so that you'll go home and actually prepare that meal or learn that information and share that with your family. So you to Extension, like other in, in, in County Gum as well, and University of Tennessee, trying improve quality of life for people right that's, that's our mission that's just yeah, that's our mission and you know we you work for the institute for agriculture um i work for the institute for public service their sister institutes i guess within ut before we get into that i do got a question that just hit me uh testing 
canning lids. Yes. How does that work? Because <laughs> I want to know. Yes, there is a special device. Trust me, I've used this over 20 years since I started working with the extension, but it's much better now. It's improved. So if you've got a canner lid that you want tested, it's got a dial gauge on it, you know, where you can read all those numbers and see what pressure that is. And you're like, does that work right? You know, is that really measuring correctly? Yes or no, right? What, how are you going to know? You call me. I've got a testing unit from Presto. I put the lid on there and it tells me exactly whether it is correct or not. So if you're new to canning or you're wanting, wanting to get into canning uh, before you start that process and don't waste your time and money and, and mm-hmm. vegetables or anything else you want to can, I think people can anything these days, right? Yes, gosh, vegetables, fruits, meats, everything, you name it. Before you get in that process, if you want to know your can and your your cans and lids are good, bring them to the UT Extension Office in Kuval. They'll test them. Um, FCE. Yes, big part of the program as what well. Is, what is FCE? FCE stands for Family Community Education Clubs. They have been in Putnam County since around 1917. Oh, wow. So 100 years in Putnam County. These um, typically ladies, I shouldn't say all the time, sometimes we have a few men in the clubs as well, but these are organized clubs that meet once a month. They have elected officers in their clubs, but really we are there to do community service. We have community service projects going out throughout the whole year that that those FCE ladies participate in. We vary those to try to encompass most people. Y'all also do, when I've been in your office, maybe visiting with you or working with you, soil testing? Soil testing, yes. Does that fall under? Agriculture, Wayne So mm-hmm. Wayne, is, he's soil testing as well. What? So what are they looking for? Somebody brings you in some soil, what are they looking for? Yeah, so um, if you're maybe got all these bald spots spots in your yard and you're like, what am I going to do? What I need to, you know, do I need to add anything to the lawn? So what you need to do is do a soil test. Don't waste your money just going out and buying products unless you know what your soil needs. And then able to do that, you need to have a test done. So you need about a cup of soil. Bring that to our office. We have the boxes and the sheets, and we will send those things off for you. It is a $20 fee because it does go to a lab, of course. Um, But when you get that back, you'll know exactly fertilizer, phosphorus, whatever that your lawn may need. And Wayne can go over those results with you and so that you know exactly what you're going to purchase. Great. Just plenty of services going on at the UT Extension Office in Kubel. This has been Rogers. You are listening to Trending with my guest today, Michelle Parrott from UT Extension. When we come back, we'll talk about the change uh, the UT Extension Institute for Agriculture has made within the University of Tennessee. Welcome back to Trending. You're listening to News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. This is Ben Rogers. My guest today has been Michelle Parrott with UT Extension. She is the county director in Putnam County. The one of the things, and you have kind of fussed at me a little bit, <laughs> and you should because I forget it's it's vernacular. I forgive you. I know, and I'm glad you do because I don't mean to, but a lot of people refer to your your office as Ag Extension, right? And, and technically, technically, it's UT Extension. There's no Ag in there or agriculture, and and maybe you know why now if you've been listening because there's so many things y'all do. There's so many. Outreach, uh, so much outreach that you provide citizens and our youth in the county uh, or anybody else that might come in. Um, The extension, you're extending out services. That's why it's UT Extension. But why do you think there's so much confusion on Ag Extension? And and did it at one time was it? named ag extension right so if you've known extension a long time you're thinking yeah it is ag extension and yes agriculture is a huge part because we are part of the institute of agriculture so i understand how that name rings true but those of you that like a little bit of history back in gosh a long time ago in 1914 the smith 
Smith, sorry, uh, Lever Act, created the Institute of Agriculture UT Extension Program. And it was called the UT Agricultural Extension Service. Okay. So imagine that big old long name. Right. And so for years, of course, it was agriculture-based, founded with home ec, human ecology with that as well. But over the years, you know, we've expanded our program so much that we've talked about today, like you just mentioned. And so back in then 2004, so several years ago now, they've decided to drop a couple of those names off that and call us just UT Extension so that it encompasses all of those program areas and more broadband mission that way. Okay. So that kind of gets rid of some of the confusion that that you have between Ag Extension and UT Extension. I'm probably going to mess up and call it Ag Extension again during this show. I'm probably going to mess up when we get outside of here and call it Ag Extension. I will be fussed at, but that's okay. I am moving on, but it is UT Extension. And one of the big topics this year that come out a few weeks ago, or actually a couple months ago, um, with Institute for Agriculture is the unification with the Institute for Agriculture and the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. So, before the Institute of Agriculture was was not it's part of the university system wide, mm-hmm. um, but they're bringing the Institute of Agriculture with the University of Tennessee Knoxville, and people want to know why. Can you tell me why? I can tell you a little bit about that. Okay. Of course, um, you know, years ago it was one, um, and then it kind of separated, I guess, in other words. And we've led separate lives in, in an essence for the last um, several years. However, they have decided on the unification because it really helps us overall. And basically it goes back to those um, NSF ratings. Um, and so that's a rating that colleges are given. And so that will help all over Knoxville campus its ratings by combining the Institute of Agriculture with Knoxville's main campus. So there's nothing really changing. I don't think that people in the communities will see. We're still here. UT Extension's still here. We're still providing programs. um, It's really not going to change anything like that. It's just for our ratings and really on the research side is where that's really going to play a big role. Or that's what I see that it's really going to play a big role in that just the science ratings. So a few weeks ago i was lucky to be invited to a meeting at your office and and you invited as many people as possible you had kind of a short time period and you you and your staff did a great job reaching out and you sent hundreds of invitations and a few of us were able to come and meet with people at university of tennessee and institute for agriculture because the the worry with people in the state was something's going to happen to ut extension something was going funding was going to go away or the services were going to decline that's not the case. Uh, we we learned in that meeting, uh, and there were several people from Putnam County there. Uh, you had f- uh, farmers there, people that are interested. Uh, you had committee members there, commissioners. Our, our mayor was there. County mayor was there. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned there that the reason was is we're one. The University of Tennessee is one of the few. Uh, universities in the nation that doesn't is not unified with their institute mm-hmm. of agriculture right and these other universities were getting more research dollars from the federal government um, because they are unified so this is common across the country Right. And so we definitely want to show a collaboration by unifying again. And so I really think it's going to benefit everyone. It's just people get nervous when there's change. You know that a lot of people don't like change. And so when something's new, everyone gets a little excited and they want to know and they have a whole lot of questions. And so that's why they held that meeting that you're talking about just now. So I do appreciate everyone that came out for that. But really, it's just a way to leverage our statewide presence even more than what we already have. 
Does every county in the state have an extension office? Yes. So all 95 counties have an extension office. And so that's one stronghold that Tennessee has. UT Extension, Tennessee Extension is just one of the best extension across the nation. Now, some are, of course, bigger and smaller. That's Uh, right. The one in Hamlin County you were employed at before, have they grown since you've left? The city seems to have grown, but not by agents, no. Not by agents, mm-hmm. wow. So sometimes you got to do more with less, right? Right. right. So, and, and speaking of the extension offices in every county, if, if every county has an extension office, they have an ag committee? They all have an ag committee as well, yes. So we have an ag committee here. And do you mind telling us who is on your ad committee? And it is an ad committee. That is the term. It's not called extension committee. It's called ad committee. That's right. It is an ad committee. That is fine. That's how it was founded um, years, hundreds of years ago now. Um, but we have farmers on the ad committee. So let me first by saying that we have farm women on the ad committee as well as county commissioners. And so we have Mel Maxwell, Scott Chadwell, Charlene Moss, Angie Glasscock, Kim Bradford, Danny Holmes, and of course yourself. Myself. And yes. I enjoy it. it's a committee. I enjoy the committees. I'm only Putnam County, but it, it's one that I enjoy. Uh, we we learn a lot about what the services are provided at Extension Office. What is that role that at committee? for the county what their committee so there's a reason they're there right you all serve as our ag committee which serve as our advisors because when there are questions that come up or problems that come up you are the group of people that i go to as county director but you're also the group of people that my staff can go to for help as well and so that's why at any point in time if we call on you that we need you at a meeting or i need you at a per called meeting say at my office it's because we need to talk about something it's not always problems it's celebrations as well as you've seen across the many years that even i've known you and worked with you sometimes we just need time to tell you all what's going on and to celebrate some of the things that we've done in Putnam County so that you can help us spread that word because sometimes it's hard to get that out. But we could meet almost every week to celebrate everything y'all are doing because <laughs> y'all are doing a great job. Uh, you're listening to Trending and what's trending today is the UT Extension and the Putnam County office. Uh, my guest today is Michelle Parrott. So the Ag Committee it plays a role as advisors. Um, your makeup, farmers, farm women, and, and commission members. There's yes. three commissioners on the Ag Committee and that to me is that a requirement yes so that's a requirement mm-hmm. and i think i know why I, I, but i want to ask you why why do you think university of tennessee institute for agriculture wants county commissioners on the ag committee well because they sit at the county level and our funding comes partially from putnam county so i don't know how many people know how do we have ut extension in all these counties putnam county extension you know for us here and it's because it's a collaborative effort between county funds and the university of tennessee state funding your office and the services your office's office provides two funding mechanisms university of tennessee yes and the county in the county putnam county mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, the county commission approves all funding and all budgets within the county. Your budget goes through just it's it's in there with all the other budgets in the general fund. It's part of that yes. budget. It goes through budget committee. It's reviewed. It goes through county commission. It's approved. But the funding people don't understand the funding. And I learned a lot. Thank you mm-hmm. for teaching me when I come in. I knew uh, the county funded. I didn't know at what percentage. I didn't know the reason why. And there's counties in my area that have even questioned the funding of the county because uh, they think, well, maybe they can cut by cutting funding of the extension office. Well, that's not ideal. It's not supposed to happen. 
But the funding here is 44 Uh-huh, 44-56 split, yes. So the county commission in Putnam County is funding 44% funding for the extension office and 56% coming from UT. So yes. not quite 50-50. But that funding allows y'all to do a lot of things. Right. I mean, that funding supports eight staff members in my office and enables us to teach all those classes in the youth development, the ag, the FCS here in Putnam County. So, I mean, of course, I'm partial to UT Extension, but I think it's a steal for what funding that we have um, and what we do for the county here. Well, you're you're putting back into the, the citizens of the county by Giving them, providing them services or educating them on everyday things. We've went through what all your office does, and it it's you're putting back in the community. So that money is well spent. And as a member of the ag committee and a county commissioner, I've got to work with you and your staff on budgeting and other things that's county related on hiring uh, staff. I'm glad I'm not part of the firing mm-hmm. process because I don't, <laughs> I don't I don't want to be part of that. But on hiring, and, and so I think it's important to have um, county commissioners on your ag committee. Because they're the ones that are relaying information and County Mayor Randy Porter relaying information to the commission or budget committee about your needs, Mm -hmm. about what's needed for funding. Um, Two years ago, I think it was, replaced a roof. Or was that last oh, year? Gosh, no. Yeah, probably two years, two ago. years ago. Yeah, I mean, water coming through the ceiling everywhere. <laughs> so it was great. The building you're in is a county building. Yes, it is a county and, building. And right quick, what what other is uh, other offices are in that building? So we're in one side of the ag building, as it is called, right. ag building. That's what people know it by. But on the other side is a soil conservation office, as well as NRCS, which is the Natural Resources Conservation Service. So soil conservation, NRCS, and UT Extension yes. is in the ag building. <laughs> You're listening to Trending. This is Ben Rogers. My guest today is Michelle Parrott. We have one more segment left, and we will talk about the importance of being located near the fairgrounds for the ag extent, for the UT Extension office. Welcome back. We're visiting with Michelle Parrott, the UT Extension County Director for Putnam County. We were discussing the role the county commission plays with your budget. You said 44% funding from the county commission yes. for UT Extension, and that's eight staff members mm-hmm. plus all the services that y'all do. Uh, the county commission has been fortunate to put uh, more as far as capital projects into your building. And the, the reason I bring it up, their office again is located just west of where the fairgrounds is. It's, it looks like it's on the same piece of property, but mm-hmm. technically it's 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 county property, but it's not part of the fairgrounds. Uh, you got a new roof a couple years ago. HVAC system was mm-hmm. going out. Uh, new paint looks right. great in there. Y'all have changed some stuff yes. up in the conference room. Um, you have a lot of meetings in that conference room. Yes. Uh, we meet there as a committee. You have training there. FCS meets That's where there. all our classes FCU. are. Mm-hmm. All meet there. Sometimes you branch out, right? Maybe. Yes. Um, sometimes we go and outside sources to meet. But yes, we do use that building and that conference room is used every day. So the County Commission, fortunately, has been able to help your The building's in good shape. The building is in good shape, but it was built in 1978. And so until recently, we really had a big major facelift so everyone that's driven by hopefully you enjoy looking at the way the building looks on the outside as well as all the landscaping around the building as well landscaping looks great now there was some help with that yes uh, is that part of the FC or well Master Gardeners Master helped Gardeners, yes Master Gardeners yes Master Gardeners got around the building mm-hmm. did a lot of great landscaping it looks great mm-hmm. used some University of Tennessee themed rocks and mm-hmm. stuff TTU on the other side TTU, can't leave out right. them TTU's too so. so but the county commission's helped out it's right there at the fairgrounds uh, right beside it not a part of the fairgrounds so We've been talking the last couple of weeks, and I've had multiple guests on, but and we've been talking about the possibility of the commission voting this month, um, a couple of Mondays from now, about relocating the fairgrounds. That doesn't necessarily mean that your office will be relocated. That really hasn't even been discussed. How important, or 
how important has it been for your office uh, to be in the location it's at and, and to be in that building? It's very recognizable. It how is. important is that for you? Well, like I said, it's been there since 1978. And so I believe UT Extension moved in there soon after that. Um, so it's been, if you think about how long that building and UT Extension's been there, it is really... It's really nice to be able so or to be so centrally located. Just to be honest, in Putnam County, it's easy to get to. It's at 900 South Walnut. If you're not familiar with where the fairgrounds is located, which I'm sure everyone in here is, but um, it sits right behind the fairgrounds, and it's just easy and it's just accessible to everyone. And we stay open during lunch. We don't even close during lunch, so that anyone out in Putnam County can swing by the office and get these services that they need. It's a good location for us. It's close to my office and close to the courthouse and um, trot by the fairground. So one of the things you and I discussed over the last few weeks is the um, interpretation or the perception people have of the ag, ag building mm-hmm. or UT extension and the relationship to the, the fair board. That we're part of the fair. You're part, that, that you're part of the fair. And actually, you might not exist if the fair wasn't there, right? I mean, but that, that's, 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 that's not, not true. true. No. It's not true. No. But do you know why that perception's there? I mean, I really don't. Location? I think it's probably location since we've always been right there next to the fair. And I think people kind of, um, if you grew up in Extension, you know, with all the animal shows and all the cultural arts exhibits that you see, that is some of the things that we help with and advise over the fair time. But we are not part of the fair so do your does your staff spend any time at the fair well yes we do spend time at the fair we also uh want to help in any means that we can but really as advisors we serve my whole staff ag fcs um, 4-h serve as advisors to the fair when um they need questions they need help with shows or categories whatever those may be and then of course on entry day so if you come out to enter on entry day of the fair whether that's culture arts the fruits veggies whatever we are there helping that entry day we do not judge locally here in putnam county because of course we're here in the county and that we don't want to be a part of judging we get outside judges so that it's very impartial you don't you know they don't know uh, the exhibitors exhibitors don't know them but we do help outside county fairs um if they need judges we will go outside the county to help with that but your staff has been and been invited to other county fairs correct yes judging yes so that happens every year probably yes yearly so they they help with the categories and, and of course there's all kinds of contests and categories during the fair. That's a that is a busy two weeks for y'all. It is a busy time. Because yes, of course with the fair board too. I mean they do an outstanding job. And, I mean you know. And I actually talked to to John Allen a couple weeks ago and he's he talked bragged on the relationship you know he and the fair board have with you and your office. You're yes. there. You're you're visible. You're not part of the fair board. You're not part of the fairgrounds, but you're there. You're visible. You're helping out. Um, and you're you're providing input and you're advising. Right, and we stay really in constant contact with him throughout the year. Um, And that's important, too, because that is a big event for Putnam County, and so we definitely want to be there in support in whatever role we can. But it's just kind of funny to me because we are not, you know, part of the, I guess, the actual fair board is listed by members, but we are advisors, and we do serve in that capacity and volunteers as well because if we don't volunteer ourselves, we have volunteers that come either with us or in our name to help at the fair so your staff are they are they there all of them during the fair 
Were they pretty much expected to be there? Yes, okay. yes. Mm-hmm. And you've had you've had to work on weekends too at the fair and judge. Yeah, not judge, but be there. Well, and- right, just take entries, give back items and things like that, and that's just part of the job. You know, you have people that work in UT Extension because they love their jobs. I think people find out when they go to work for us whether you you either love it or hate it. There is really no in between, and so working those extra hours really don't seem that bad when you love what you do. You've probably, have you been asked about where you want to be located? Yes. What is your thoughts on that? <laughs> That's a really hard question. You know, I love where we're at. Like I mentioned, it's so easy to get to. You can get there five, ten minutes for most individuals. I mean, outlying areas, it takes a little longer. But I do like where we're at. I think it is really important to stay there. Um, you know, a new office, a new conference room, a new kitchen area to have our dining with diabetes classes, things like that would be great. If we could get everyone to uh, get to us rather quickly. Do you think if there was a change made, whether it's the location, there's two locations, whether it's west or east, whichever Mm -hmm. one, you think it would take some work on your part of educating and getting that information out to all the people that come by and all the people that use you? Oh, yeah. So, hey, we've moved locations. Well, like I said, it hasn't been discussed. I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to open up Pandora's (laughs) box or anything like that and open up a can of worms, but... um, you are right there at the fairgrounds. You are visible. Uh, you know, people. You know, people almost use, forty years. So yeah, people use your your parking lot and, and facilities when the for uh, the July celebration happens. Yeah. I, I know I've parked there and it's crowded and it's a good location for y'all to be. But despite that. But there could be a change, and I'm, I'm sure y'all would adjust. But We would adjust, and that's about, you know, it's just you go with the times and it's changed, and that's fine, but we do enjoy being where we're at. And, um, you know, and I think people are used to seeing us there. So you talk about educating if we were to move, whatever that day may be. And <clears throat> I think it would take a lot of uh, work to getting the word out to where we're going. Yeah. So we talked about one of your staff members, Mr. Key. Yes. I don't want to leave the other ones out. Who Who are your staff members? So we have um, two administrative assistants. We have Ginger Dunn and Tanya Nash, which you probably see when you come into the office. They're a great help. They get the phones if you call our office. That's probably our front for us. So those two ladies do an outstanding job working with the county clientele as they come in. Mentioned uh, Wayne Key, our ag agent. So we talked about him a little earlier. But the two 4-H agents are Melissa Henry and Trent Jones. We and, stole Trent away. Uh, <laughs> we did. I, I, I don't want to broadcast that too long, but you you did, and the ad committee said absolutely. We wanted need him to hire this guy. He's from originally from Putnam County. His family's here, but he's been in Marshall County, mm-hmm. uh, Smith, Smith County, mm-hmm. and we got him to Putnam County, and we're thankful for that because you had a blessing, you had yes, an opening there, and you were able to fill that. Um, yes, I'm sorry. With some years of experience, and that's sure. always great when you can have people that come in with the experience. So we have those two agents doing 4-H youth development here in the county, and then of course um, we've got a vacant 10 set position right now, which is our nutrition educator. That's a program assistant, and then we actually have a farm management specialist that um, is out of our office, but services several counties. But that is Alan Galloway. Now, what would Alan do as a farm management specialist? So, you know, we talked about these new beginning farmer classes. And so if I'm set out and I'm like, I don't really know if I can afford to do this, how much is it going to take? He can actually sit down and do budgeting with you to see, yes, do I have the funds to be able to do this? <clears throat> and if I do, how much profit I'm, am I going to make in the future years? And so he actually goes through those things with beginning farmers or even experienced farmers. if They need a little extra help. Does your office ever get contacted if... Um a farmer has maybe some cattle die, and they don't know why. 
Yes. You know, I, you know that some of them may eat some mint, and they don't know the mint's in the field. And have you right. has that ever phone call ever yes. come through? Yes, I mean, you wouldn't believe really probably some of the phone calls that we get. But anytime something like that happens, that it's based in agriculture or any of those programs that I've mentioned over the time, please call our office because even if Wayne doesn't know or, like I mentioned, can't help you, we have the extended family of the Institute of Agriculture that can. Is a phone call the best way to get in touch with your office? Yes, probably because, like I said, we're people, people, so What's- we like to talk. What's you know, call us at 526-4561. Okay, 526-4561. Before we close, I have two questions, random <laughs> questions. I surprise my guests sometimes because I want people to know more about you. Um, and thank you, Michelle, for being here. Oh, great. anytime. What is your favorite thing to do outside of work? You you, you work a lot with Ag Extension, UT Extension. Um, what is your favorite thing to do? Favorite thing to do, um, I would have to say, is boating. We go to Del Hollow Lake probably every weekend. So if I'm not at work, I'm probably on the lake, just to be honest. So I'm kind of sad that boating season's coming to an end. And you got a favorite sports team? Oh, of course. You know, now I love me some football and some baseball. So I've got to root for those UT volunteers. Well, they do sign our paychecks, so it might be a good thing to be a fan. Michelle, thank you. You've been great. Uh, folks, I, I hope you've been informed today about UT Extension in Cookville and their relationship to the fair and how there's there's not an official relationship. It's just more of a advisory role, but they're, they're a part of each other. You've been listening to Trending on 94.1 FM at 1600 AM. We will see you next week.